on the first wide line of so our Mishnah is going to be dealing with Ksubas bin Indichrin, the various halachas of Ksubas bin Indichrin. Now, we spoke about this yesterday, and yesterday, before introducing it, today is more, going to be more of an introduction to Ksubas bin Indichrin. Yesterday was more intricate halachas, but we're working backwards over here. Basically, Ksubas bin Indichrin, as we know, is that when a woman brings certain chasm into her marriage, and then she dies, even though the husband technically inherits her, and inherits everything she brought in, and inherits the Ksuba, when the father dies, though... Who are those nachas I'm going to go to? So they're not going to get split. They're not going to get split up regularly, equally between all the kids. But rather, the nachasim that she brought into the marriage, that's ksubas ben indichrin, and they, those nachasim would go specifically to her yarshim, to the kids that came from her. So let's say you had two wives, and one brought in a nachasim, the other one brought a, di- a different amount of nachasim. Each of those nachasim from the wife will go to those kids respectively, as we're going to say in the Mishnah. I'll deny that there is a meiser dinner. Something we saw yesterday very prominently is that. The only time that this halacha is true that there is a moist, that that there is a ksubas bin indichrin and the nachasim a woman brought into her marriage will go specifically to her children is when that those ksubas bin indichrin doesn't take up the entire yerusha. There has to be a moist dinar, at least an extra dinar that's that that's going to be regular yerusha. And the reason for this is because we didn't want to be iker the 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 mitzvah and the halacha of nachla completely by the takana the rabbanon of ksubas bin indichrin, and therefore we're only going to say it in a time where you're at least being the kind a little bit with at least a dinner. If a dinner is going to be split up regularly like a regular nachla in Yerusha, then we'll say ksubas ben indichrin. But if that's the whole Yerusha and there's nothing else, not even a dinner, then we're not going to say ksubas ben indichrin. Either way, someone who was married to two wives and they both died. So he inherited both of his wives. And afterwards, he died also. So what, what happens now? He yarshined both his wives. Now he died, so he has different yarshim. Children from each of these wives that are coming to inherit him. So, what's the halacha? So, the Yisaymim mevakshin ksubazimim. So, now the Yisaymim want the ksuba of their mother, meaning they want the nechaz and their mother brought into the marriage. They want their ksubas bin indichrin. They're coming, first of all, for the regular Yerusha, because there's, they're his kids after all. They're coming for the regular Yerusha, things that he had, but they're also coming specifically, they want first their ksubas bin indichrin, all the nechaz of their mother, and then they want to split up the rest of the Yerusha equally with the children from the other wife. So, they're each coming for their ksubas bin indichrin. They ain't shamalashtik ksubas. And... Over here, though, there's only two ksubas. There's two ksubas bin indichrins, and once we give each set of yisaymim, the nechassim, their mother brought into the marriage, there's not going to be anything left over. Not even a diner, there's not going to be a meister diner left over. Once we give out the ksubas bin indichrin, the nechassim, their mother brought in, the father didn't have much of his own. And therefore, once you give these ksubas bin indichrin, there's not going to be anything else. What's the halacha? Cholkin b'shaveh. As we know, when there's no meister diner, when there's nothing else extra to be mekayim hilchas yerusha and hilchas nachla, we don't take and therefore, they're all going to split it equally. They're going to split all the nechazim equally, and they're not going to get specifically their mother's nechazim, because ksubas v'nedechren does not apply when there's no meister dinah. However, what if there was a meister dinah? After giving out these ksubas v'nedechren, you're still left with at least a dinar extra to split up as regular Yerusha. So therefore, then, they could, then there is a halacha of ksubas v'nedechren, and therefore, they each take the ksubah of their mother, they each take the nechassim their mother brought into the marriage, and then they split up the dinar equally as regular Yerusha. What if they assign they were smart? Really, one set of Yisayimim, had a way bigger Ksubas bin Indichrin than the other one. And their mother brought in a lot more Nechassim into the marriage than the other one, but there wasn't a Maeser Dinar. So Medina, 
they weren't going to get it, and they were going to split it up equally. But they were smart, and they wanted to figure out a way how to how to yes get the ksubas menendechren. So what do they want to do? How do you get the ksubas menendechren? As long as there's a meiser diner, you're going to get the ksubas menendechren. So what do they do? So these yisaimim who have the bigger ksubas menendechren, Amr yisaimim, anachnu mailim alnechse avinu yafed diner. We're going to evaluate. They wanted to evaluate the the property that he left over. They wanted to inflate the value. Really, you're right. The, on market value, it was worth exactly how much their ksubas menendechren is, and therefore, if they would take it, there wouldn't be a meiser diner, and therefore, they're not really going to get it anything special. They're just going to split it with the other Yarshim regularly. But they want to inflate the value and say, you know what, this property, let's say we're owed 100 as this property is worth 101 and therefore there's one dinar left over and there's a Meister dinar. Can they do that? Is that something they can do? Is that something they can do in order to get the Ksubas and then they'll take 100, there'll be one left over as the Meister dinar. So the Allah and the Mishnah is, you don't listen to them and they can't just do that. They can't decide to do it and to leave over a dinar just to get the Ksubas and then to split that dinar equally, that's a very smart way to get out of it, but they can't really do that. Rather, Bezdin does an independent evaluation of how much these nachazim cost, and if there's a dinar, then yeah, if there's no dinar, then they're going to split it up equally with the other set of Yarshim. What if you have Nechassim over there, meaning the, the Nechassim aren't in his estate yet, but they're right to come to his estate, meaning he's going to Yarshin someone. So let's say this father that died left over his father. His father didn't die, it's a grandfather, but when the grandfather dies, they're not going to Yarshin all of the Nechassim. So let's say what the, what the father left over, there was only enough specifically for the Ksubas Menendechren without a Meister Diner. So that standalone, we're not going to say Ksubas Menendechren because there's no Meister Diner. But what if there's Nechassim Beroi, they're going to come one day because the grandfather's going to die and then they're going to get all his Nechassim. So there's for sure going to be a Meister Diner at that point. Is that considered like a Meister Diner for now? No, it's not considered Muchzak. And therefore, you have to look at what the father has right now. And since there's no Meister Diner, there's not going to be a Halach of Ksubas Menendechren. Shimon says, no, Rabbi Shimon meaning takes this further, and he says even if there's nechasim she'in the machrayis, meaning even if there is a meiser diner of metaltlin, this is the Rabbi Shimon we saw already. Even if there's a meiser diner of metaltlin, einam klum achi unisham nechasim she'ish the machrayis yoyser ashdek subas diner. It's not considered anything. The meiser diner, the extra diner for it to be considered a meiser diner for there to be a subas menedirchen has to be. Karka has to be in a chasm sheishvem achrayes, which is karka, and therefore Shimon says even if it's metaltlin, that's the meiser dinner. The guy's a million dollars in the bank; it doesn't matter because that's metaltlin, and that's not considered meiser dinner. He needs to have karka; that's a meiser dinner according to Shimon. So the Gemara, Tanraban and Abraisa, very similar to the Mishnah. Tanraban lezu elef lezu chameshmeh. So the two sets of yarshim, one has a ksubas menendechren of a thousand, and one has a ksubas menendechren of five hundred. So im yeshom meiser dinner. If there's an extra dinner besides for that fifteen hundred, let's say there is fifteen. 101 dinar, let's say. So there's an extra dinar after everyone takes their ksubas menendechren. And so we know the halacha, everyone gets their ksubas menendechren. Elu nights and ksubas iman, ve elu nights and ksubas iman. And they each get the ksubas menendechren of their mother. Vem lav, but if there's no extra dinar after they both take their their ksubas menendechren, there's nothing extra to split as regular Yerusha, then yachakubashava. That essentially said they split it equally, that this essentially said the same exact. Halacha of the Mishnah, go by Pshito Merubin Minasmatu says the Gemara. It's Pashut that in a case where there was Merubin, there was extra Nachasim, meaning when the, when he died, when the father died at that point, there was a Meister Dinar, so there would be a Ksubis Menendechen. But now, 
when they're coming to split it up in Mezdinim and Ismatu, the properties went down in value, and now there's no Meiser dinar anymore. There's no extra dinar. Once they take the Ksubis Menindachim, there's not going to be anything left over. But at the time that he died and the Hilch Sirusha kicked into effect, there was a Meiser dinar, but it went down in value, and now when they're splitting it, there's not a Meiser dinar. So what's the Allah over there? So the Gemara says, Push it over there, Push it in this case, Kfar Zachuba and Yorshin. Kfar Zachuba and Yorshin. Yeah, the Yorshin that had the Ksubas Menendechern, the larger one already were Zaychene, because at the time that he died, they were Zaychene, the Ksubas Menendechern, since there was a Meister Diner, I don't care that now the one they're splitting it, there's not anymore, says the Gemara, it's Pashit, that they were already Zaychene, and we still will say Ksubas Menendechern, even though they're technically right now, there's no, there's no Meister Diner anymore. What about Muatin Menesrabu though? What about if there were a little bit, meaning there were a little bit of chas, meaning there was no Meiser Dinar at the time that he died. So technically, if you would split it right at the time that he died, there would be nice, no Meiser Dinar. Therefore, there would be no Allah of Ksubus Menendichrin. But then, Minisrabu, now that they're coming to split it up in Bezdin a month later, whatever it is, after the Shiva, Nisrabu, the properties went up in value, and now there is a Meiser Dinar. So what do we say? My, says the Gemara. How do we look at it? Do we look at it that now there's a Meiser Dinar, and therefore there's something to be Mekhaim the Hills, Yerusha with, so we would say Ksubus Menendichrin, or no? At the time that these, at the the time that it kicked into effect, the time that he died, so there was no Masir Dinar, and therefore it should all get split up as regular Yerusha, says the Gemara Tashwa, trying to bring you Raya, the Nichse, the Bay Bar Tzirtzur, Mu'atun Nisrabu Havu, the Nechazim of Bar Bay, uh, of Bay Bar Tzirtzur, were this case, it was Mu'atun Nisrabu, at the time that he died, it was Mu'atun, there was no Masir Dinar, but then it went up in value before they split it up, and there was a Masir Dinar Havu, they also came of Amram, they came before of Amram, Amaluhu, Rav Amram said, to the the ones who had the smaller Ksubas Menendechren, he said, Zilu Paisinu, he said, go pay them, meaning now that there's an extra dinar, Ksubas Menendechren kicks in, I don't care that it was Muatin at the time that he died, and there was no Master Dinar then, now there is, it applies, they get their Ksubas Menendechren, and Zilu Paisinu, you have to go and be Mephias, the ones with the bigger Ksuba, go pay the Ksubas Menendechren to the ones with the bigger Ksubas Menendechren, and give it to them, since now there's a Master Dinar, so Ksubas Menendechren applies, he, they, they don't want to listen to him, they don't want to pay the Ksuba, so Amr Lahu, he said to them, if you don't pay them it, I'm going to hit you guys with a like a thorn that doesn't cause blood. So it's like a cherem. I'm going to put you in cherem. I'm going to put you in a shamta if you don't listen to me and pay them the ksubah. So Shadun al Kamei Nachman. He sent them to Rav Nachman for Rav Nachman to really preside over this case and paskin what to do. Amr Lahan, Rav Nachman said to them, No. Kashem Shemirubin Minasmatu, Zachubah and Yarshin, just like in the case where they were Merubin, where the Nechasim were a lot and there was a Master Dinner at the time that he died. Just like over there, Zachubah and Yarshin, the Yarshin were Zaycha and there will be a ksubah's Menachman, even though technically now there's no Master Dinner anymore. Kach Mu'atin Minasrabu, Zachubah and Yarshin. So too over here, in your case, when there was Mu'atan and Nisraba, where there wasn't where there wasn't a Maestro Dinar at the time that he died, therefore Zachuma and Yorshin, you were Zaychan it like a regular Yerusha, you're gonna split it up equally, not like he said, not like Rav Amram Paskin, but rather you're gonna split it up equally because at the time that he died, you were Zaychit to split it up equally since there wasn't a there wasn't a Maestro Dinar, and therefore we're not gonna say Ksubas Menendichrin. And that is how Rav Nachman Paskin says the Gemara for the next few things. The Gemara now is going to bring a few stories along this note. Simon, Aleph, Umeya, Mitzvah, Ksuba, Yaakov, Zakaf, Snaisov, Bidvarim, Asikin. Haulgaver, there was a man. That he owed someone a thousand zos. He had two houses. 
that were each, each worth 500 bucks. So Zavinu Chad Bechamishmael, he sold one of them for 500, and the other one for 500. So he, had, he owed someone 1,000. And we know when you owe someone money, all your properties are usually Meshubid to that loan. And this man is going to be able to collect from anyone you sell your properties to. But either way, this man had two houses. This, the guy that owed money, the Leibah, he had two houses. He sold each one for 500 to the same person, by the way. It's important. He sold them both to the same person. Okay. He sold both each for 500 zuz. But then the Baal that was owed $1,000 came to the man who bought, he came to the Lekech, who bought these two houses and first of all, he took away the first house. He took away one. Sorry, but this guy owed me money and therefore I have a shibut, I have a lien on your properties and he took it back. So he went... So, we took, first of all, one of them from the Lekech. Now he wanted to take the second one also, because at the end of the day, he was owed $1,000. And this first one that he took was, was purchased for $500. So he still owed $500. So he wanted to take the other house also. But then, the Lekech, the one who bought these two houses that now the... The Balchayim is taking it away from him. He took a thousand dollars. He said, you know what? Listen, Balchayim, you're owed a thousand dollars by the person that sold me these properties. Take a thousand dollars and go away. Don't take the properties I bought. He went to the Malve and he said, First of all, if this first property. So he took one of the properties already that was worth 500 bucks. At least that the bought it for 500 bucks. He took one already and he wanted to take the second one. But now the Balchayim is coming over to him. Holding a thousand zuz, saying, you're owed a thousand zuz over here. You want to take the second house because it's going to be another 500 and we'll complete the thousand. But no, let's look at it like this. If the first property you already took that you're saying is 500 because I bought it for 500, if it's worth to you a thousand zuz, then lechai. Okay, so keep that property as payment of a thousand zuz and get out of here. Don't take my second one. But vi but if you're not going to consider that property, that house that you took as a thousand zuz, not five hundred, then shakil alpha zuz. If it's not like, then I'd rather pay you a thousand zuz for you to before you take the other property. Meaning either the one you already took, consider it a thousand zuz and get out of here, or take a thousand zuz from me. Let me keep my property and take a thousand zuz. You're owed a thousand zuz. Okay, take another thousand zuz and be happy and don't take my property. So does he have a right to do that or not? Does he have a right to do that or not? So, Salvar Rami Marhamal Lamimar. Rami Marhamal thought to say that Haina Masnisin, that seems to be very similar to our Mishnah, that our Mishnah said, that in the case where the Yisaimim, who had the big Subas bin Dechren, where if they would have collected it, there would be no Meister Dinar. So, they wanted to figure out a way how to collect their Subas bin Dechren, so they inflated the value a little bit. So, we said, so Rami Marhamal thought to say it's a very similar thing, that just like over there, you can't inflate the benefit for your value, and we're going to have an independent valuation by Bezdin, and they're going to decide if there's a Meister Diner or not. So to over here, the, the Keach is not going to be able to tell the Malve that, he's not going to be able to tell the Malve, inflate the value of the property and consider it a thousand now and collect it as your loan, even though I bought it for 500. And if not, I'm going to pay you. No. Normally, by the way, it's posh, normally a... Uh, when, when someone's being tyrif, from someone who brought, bought property from Lekeach, he can't just say, you know, you're owed a thousand, here's a thousand, and don't take my property. No, he has a shibut on this property, and he can take the property itself. But this is different, because he's saying... 
that you already took one property. So either consider that a thousand or let me pay you the rest out. Is he able to do that? That's a different shayla. So Rabbi Muhammad taught to say from the Mishnah that just like in our Mishnah we see you can't inflate the property for in his benefit. You can't inflate the value. So to over here, you can't inflate the value of the property that you bought for 500 to 1,000 to tell the guy to go away and not take your second property or you'll pay him a thousand. It's not something you can do. Rabbi Muhammad thought to say that it would be the same thing and we should see it from our Mishnah. Is it similar to our Mishnah at all? No, over there when we're saying that you can't just inflate the value, that's because it's coming at someone else's expense. There are two sets of Yisaymim. If there is going to be a Maestro Dinar here, so the first set of Yisaymim are going to get basically the whole Yerusha, almost all the Yerusha besides for a Dinar because of the Ksubas Menendichrin. So that's causing the other set of Yisaymim to lose. If there's no Maestro Dinar, if there's no extra Dinar, they're going to split it equally. So over here, you're inflating the value very much to your benefit and the other Yisaymim are going to use. So maybe over there we said you can't inflate the value like that and it's going to have to have an independent evaluation in Bezdin. But how over here, me Islef Seda, does this Malve, this Baal that's collecting the property, is there any Seda, is there any loss? Alpha Yoiba, Alpha Shokel, he lent a thousand, he has a Shibut of a thousand, and he's getting back a thousand, meaning either consider the property a thousand, or he's paying you a thousand, so the guy definitely has the right to do it, says Rava, says the Gemara, interesting question, now, when the Lekeach goes, let, let's say the guy was Moscow, let's say the guy, he wanted the field, so the Malve, instead of taking the thousand Zuz, the, again, he offered, he said, either take this first house, consider it a thousand Zuz for your payment, or take literally a thousand Zuz for me, I'd rather pay you a thousand Zuz than you take away both my properties, okay, so... So let's say the guy was Moskin and he only took one of the houses and he considered it a thousand zoos. So now there's Allah we know that when someone buys something, like buys something from someone, and let's say I buy a P I buy a property and then that guy's Baal the Meicher, the seller's Baal comes and takes it away from me. So obviously now I can go back to the Meicher, the one who sold it for me, and I could be tired of the money from him. I could say, very nice, you sold me a property, but someone who you owed money to took it away from me as Nechaz Meshbadim. So now you have to make me whole and you have to pay me back. So Bezdin is going to write you a Shtar Tirfu, it's called, to go back and collect the money from him. But how much is the Tirfu going to be over here? When the Lekeach goes back to the Meicher, which was the Leiva, he owed money to this Baal that came and take the property. So when the Lekeach goes back to the Meicher to get paid back, because someone just took the property away from him that he just bought. So how much can he demand? You can look at it two ways because this guy did a smart deal. Either he could demand a thousand. He could demand the whole thousand really because, th- listen, he could say, this guy, you owed a thousand too and I was, I made your, I was, I was Michael your loan essentially. No, I, I made you whole on your loan. You don't owe him a thousand anymore because I, I gave him this property. He agreed to look at it as a thousand and therefore you don't owe him a thousand anymore so he could demand a thousand even though he technically bought that one house for 500 only because he gave him a value and a benefit of a thousand or we could just say no he bought the property at 500 again he bought each house at 500 and since he only paid him one house he bought the property at 500 maybe he could only be tired from the meicher 500 so how do we look at it over here can he give him can he get a thousand or can he get 500 if he's smart he did this and he's smart maybe he should be able to make money off of this and get a thousand because in the end of the day, he gave $1,000 of value to the Meicher because the Meicher doesn't owe 1000 anymore because he agreed, the Leva agreed, the Malve, sorry, agreed to take one of the properties that he really bought at 500 and consider it 1000 So how do we look at it? When, when Bezdin writes the Shark Tirfa, do we write to him what he paid for the field, only 500 or do we write to him 1000 because that's, the, that's what he valued it at and pottered the Leva from that loan?
And that's the Gemara's question. How much exactly is he going to be able to demand from the Meicher? And how, do we, how much do we write from him? So, Ravina says, a thousand. And then the day he gave him a thousand dollars of value, and he could demand a thousand dollars back from him. Ravina says, no, he only, and then the day he only bought this field for 500, and he lost this field, so it's 500, and he could only demand 500 of him, even though in a he gave him a thousand dollars of value. 500 is the most he could demand, and he can't demand and a thousand zuz for it says the Gemara now a very similar story actually the same exact concept same story we just saw just different numbers and same names different numbers same names same story so we'll go a little quicker there's a person that owed a hundred zuz to someone and he had two small pieces of land that were each worth meaning and he sold each one for 50. So he owed someone 100. He had two two small pieces of land, each one worth 50, and he sold them to one person for 50 each. Now this man who was owed $100 came, and again, he took one of the pieces of land from the person who bought it and now he wanted to take the other one because it was owed 100 and the day and this man bought it each one for 50 so he took one and he wanted to take the other one for to make his chayv complete of 100 so shakal kuf zuze because of the so this guy that bought the piece of land he took 100 zuz and went over to the guy and he said to him like this if this first piece of field if this first piece of land is worth you 100 zuz take it as 100 zuz and get out of here and if not, then take the hundreds of I'm giving you right now. You're owed a hundreds of us, take the hundreds of us and get out of here. So is that something you could do or not? So So not exactly the same name as before. It was Rami Merchama, but over here it's Rabbi Yitzhak. Rabbi Yitzhak thought to say like Rami Merchama before, that Hainamas Nisan. This is the same thing as our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said, Imam Yisayim, Imam Chulu, that they could inflate the value at his benefits. Amr Lei, Abai, Abai said, no, me Dami isn't similar at all. Hasam Islev Seido. But there they have a Seido, they ask me, the other Yisayim are going to lose out if you inflate the value because there's going to be a Meister Diner and they're not going to get, they're only going to get a Diner out of this because the other Sadi Yashim are going to collect basically all the Yerusha as their Ksubas been in Dichrin. So over there where you have a Seido, they ask me if you inflate the value because if there's no Meister Dinner, they're going to split it equally. But Halcha, my Pseida Yisleh, but over here, what Pseida does he have? Mea Yov, Mea Shakal. He lent a hundred and he's getting back a hundred. There's no Pseida, so maybe over here you would be able to inflate the value for your benefit. Says the how much is going to, let's say this guy was masking to only take one of the pieces of field at a value of a hundred, even though he bought it at 50. So is he, how much is he going to be able to be tired back from the person who sold it to him? So how much are we going to write for him? Are we going to write the Fifty because in the end of the day you only bought it for fifty or a hundred because he gave he was masking he got the guy to be masking to take it at a value of a hundred and now he doesn't know a hundred anymore so Ravina Amar Meir Ravina Amar Bchamshin Ravina says hundred Ravina says fifty the halacha is only fifty Aul Gaver Davu Masku Bay. There was a person that owed a hundred zuz. Shachid, this person died. Shavak katina da aradava shavin chamshin zuze. He left over a piece of land that was worth fifty zuz. So he owed a hundred zuz to someone, and he died, and he left over to his yarshim a piece of land that was only worth fifty zuz. Now we know that a balchayv cannot collect from. But property karka is Mishabatul loans. So the Bachayv who was owed a hundred, he came with Katarfle and he took that piece of property that was worth fifty, even though he was worth, he was owed a hundred. This was the only property that was left over and he took it. Yasmi, Zuze. 
So the Yosemim came and said, listen, Balchayim, we know you're owed 100 Zuz, and you took this piece of field, but listen, instead of taking this field that's worth 50 Zuz, we'd rather pay you 50 Zuz for it, and we'd rather keep the field. So Hadar Katarpla, so he was Moskim, and he took the 50 Zuz, but then he came back, and he said, you know what, very nice, you gave me 50 Zuz, it was very nice of you to do that, you didn't have to do that, because you didn't have to pay me 50 Zuz of cash, but now that you did very nice, and I'm still owed 50, because your father owed me 100, and you know what, the Karka that I didn't take, because I took the 50 Zuz from you, I'm still owed because I, t- I could take that as the other half of the loan and therefore Hunter Katarfla he came and he wanted to take very nice you paid me I still want to take the field for the other half of the loan also give me that buy they came before I buy a and he said to them, you know, very interestingly, although the Yesemim aren't chayiv to pay back the loans of their father with cash, meaning all the karka is meshubit, but metaltlin, cash, is not meshubit to the loans. Although they're not meshubit, they still have a mitzvah to pay back the loans of their father, so he won't die in a state of being chayiv money to others. People won't say he's chayiv money to others. Also in Shamayim, you don't want him to be chayiv money to others. Either way, it's a mitzvah on the Yesemim, but they don't have to do it. But Abaye said, Mitzvah Yisem Lefreich Abavien, and Hani Kamay Mitzvah Avdihu. So technically, we can't force them to do this mitzvah, but once they already did it, they paid this guy $50 of cash. So once they did it, we're just going to say that the first $50 was a mitzvah that they were doing, paying the $50 to pay back part of the loan. And Hashtag Kitarif Bedin Katarif. And now, when this Malchayv is taking back the, the piece of land that's worth 50 he's really taking it Bedin, and he's able to take it as the other half of his loan. So really, the Yosem really lost out of here. They shouldn't have paid him the 50 Zuz. He could just take that. They did a mitzvah, very nice. You gave me half of the loan. You paid back your father's loan. That's very sweet of you guys. Now I'm going to continue and take the property that I tried taking before as the other half of my loan. But says the Gemara, That's only true if they didn't explicitly say that. Listen, this 50 Zuz we're giving you right now is instead of you taking that property worth 50 Zuz. If they stipulated that, but if they really stipulated that and they were very clear about it and they said we're giving you this 50 Zuz so you don't take that property that's worth 50 Zuz then they were Masalik the Sheba they were Masalik him, and he's not going to be able to come and collect on that property and you can't just say that that 50 Zuz is a mitzvah to pay back your father's loan no they give it in place of that they're not interested in doing mitzvahs and therefore you're not going to be able to do that if they explicitly stated that